All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, former Ute and our good friend Christian Cox. What's up, Christian? What's up, Jake? What's up, Gordon? Who doesn't need an iPad these days? Indeed. Uh, Christian, we're just talking about the game. And Oregon State, their defense is is not terrific, but Utah pretty much played almost their, their perfectly executed game plan. Yeah, it was one of those stars aligned games. Um, you know, it's kind of a funky, just kind of a funky game, you know, when everything's just going right for you and you ride that wave and you'd be grateful that it happens. And once in a blue moon, it, it does. And I think there's plenty of plays we could go back and isolate. But, you know, there's some key performances from Tyler Huntley, who, for me, between him and Zach Moss being the stars of the game, but Tyler Huntley on that fourth and seven to that, that, pass to Nakua instead of taking an easy hey I'm just going to run and get a first down I'm going to throw it over the top get a 21 to 0 lead and a perfectly thrown ball and perfectly executed catch for me that kind of just capped off what that game was and what it was going to be and you know he's so darn efficient he's just really taking the next steps forward and I think this is a repeat conversation of what we talked about before but He's really taking the steps forward, and he's got to credit, obviously, Andy Ludwig for putting him in the right position, but he's the one out there throwing the ball. And if you look at how he throws, he throws very aggressive, tight spiral, and some interesting windows. He's thrown, what I don't know what his pass completion percentage on the year is, but it's got to be over 75% or 70-ish. And, um, and you know, you have that play, and then the other play that just everyone's seeing or talking about the fact that Zach Moss can break more tackles in the backfield with a stutter step spin move and make people feel embarrassed and then house at 91 yards <laughs> and then basically gets benched the whole second half. You know, it was, it was a special game. And for me, I, in my career, as I look back, you know, there was a game with, you know, if you're a true, if you're a true Utah fan, you will know what I'm talking about in two seconds. There was a game before we played against Alabama in 2008 Brian Johnson went on the road against San Diego State, and I think they won seventy to zero or seventy to seven, and um, just had some huge, huge play after play. I think there was two pick sixes uh, that the Utah defense came up with, and just full complete game between all three phases. And then I think my year and my senior year, we were on the road against Iowa State. I think we had a big punt, a punt return from Shaky Smithson. We ended up winning like fifty-five to. 14 just one of those all phases all three came together and utah looked really good and i know i came off very paranoid last week but utah's team is is pretty scary or the pac-12 is really bad we don't really know Let's look on that defensive side, Christian. You uh, made a career uh, playing defense, and uh, Oregon State supposedly had regained some momentum, and they had a quarterback that was hitting a terrific receiver, and there was none of that going on in this game. Utah's defense is absolutely the real deal. Yeah, and I I think, you know, we talk about Bradley and I all the time, right? Um, Right, and his ability to wrap up. you know, rush the passer, but there's two people. Well, we could go on and on about this defense, but this Mika Tafua kid at the left end, if you really watch him, he is disruptive. He is scary and instinctual and plays really well at that left end position. You look at Leckie Fotu and how he plays. There was a big tackle he had out in space on a, on a screenplay. 
That means he's reading his keys. He's in the backfield. He knows that they let him go, and he's just off to the races, and he tracked down that running back and basically squished him like a bug, and people were – the refs were afraid that it was, a, you know, an, an intentional, you know, injury-type hit. But, no, these guys are freaks. And then, you know, you, you look at Jalen Johnson, who was stuck in press man coverage, and they don't have the type of athletes that USC has, right, at receiver. Pittman and this Hodgkins kids, like, they're different people. But Jalen played great, and the defense was getting pressure. And, you know, it, it, you know whether you're looking at it from the front seven perspective or the backside, you know, there was – Blackman had some tackles that he came up in space that were just huge that you don't really look at that caused these fourth down – uh, forcing them to go to go for it on fourth and two. So there's all these little plays. This, this defense is the real thing, and you know they haven't missed a beat. And I think the linebacking core has been terrific too. So it was it was a fun game to watch. But let's be honest, were you not a little bored in the second half? Didn't you flip over to the Florida LSU game to see what was going on? Um, I did, and I'm I'm stoked to see what this Arizona State matchup has this week. Who or what do you credit for Tyler Huntley's season thus far this year? I think he's really made a jump. I mean, he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the country, and he's really getting it done. What do you credit that? You know, for me, he's he's always been edgy, right? He's always been – you look at his attitude, and as a quarterback, you have to be a little you know overzealous or overconfident. You know, call it – I hate the word moxie because it's overused, but he has the it factor. I talked about this last week, you know, what Brian Johnson had, what he lacked in abilities that he lost as he went to his senior year, right? He couldn't throw a deep ball anymore. He couldn't put a, a lot of zip on the ball, but he had he had game-winning DNA, and he'd lead us on game-winning drives. And what we're seeing out of Tyler Huntley is not only does he have that it factor, uh, but he has delivery, and he it, it's, just watch how he throws the ball. I'll even compare him. Look at if you watched uh, any of the Tennessee Titans game yesterday. Marcus Mariota has gone backwards. If you watch how he delivers the football, he doesn't throw it downhill. He doesn't throw it with a lot of zip and confidence. And this year, or compare him versus like uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, or any young QB. And I'm not saying Tyler Huntley's in that category, but I think he's given himself an actual shot that if he keeps playing efficiently. And well, in this pro-style type offense, he's under center. Uh, he could he can do really well in the next level. And I think not only is it his attitude and being humble and learning a new playbook, but if you we've talked about this in the beginning, if you know who Andy Ludwig really is, if you know Andy and spend time with him, he's one of the most professional, kind, good people who've been in coaching for so long. You know, he's kind of in his Yoda career. He's in the he's in the tail end of it. Uh, of you know he's moved around a lot. He's probably happy to be back in Utah. And his comment about, hey, I want to be Kyle's last coordinator. You know he he's doing some really good things. And what people don't see, nor do we care about, right? Is just fans watching. He's just getting into these sets, and he has these little motions that he's actually utilizing, right? Where he'll use Vickers and uh, a fly motion, and then actually throw a swing pass out to him. But before they throw the swing pass. They've actually looked downfield first to look off a safety to manipulate people. Or sometimes they'll hand that fly sweep off or they'll get him into a running game. Or with these motions, they'll run what they call just standard power O. And it's, it's big man football. It's, 
it's you know it's uh, whether it's a backside tackle pulling with a guard or whether it's a center and guard pulling that's how they're creating these big lanes these 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 bigs on bigs and that was uh you know some of those big plays that they had and just wore down Oregon State so I my answer is as long-winded as it get but it's a combination of a really hungry uh true freshman kid who hasn't had a stable Yoda-like coordinator um, and an Andy Ludwig and Andy's ability to know what he has in Tyler Huntley and maximizing his skill set. And Tyler's made great plays with his feet. He steps up in the pocket, right? He's made um, the offensive line look good at times. And I will say this, Oregon State couldn't put pressure on him, nor did Washington State. And so that's been the difference of, you know, the SC was in the backfield all day, versus these two last teams. And, I, you know, I haven't had enough time to go look at Arizona's pass rush and how physical and how big their front four is. But I don't know if we'll necessarily see NFL-type players like we did in FC's front four who were getting pressure with just some games with Oxes and Texases. So it's interesting. You mentioned the Devils there. What's the deal with Arizona State's advantage over the Utes of late? I don't know. Let's call it the the PK curse, right? <laughs> right? Shouldn't we? The only devil inside of the state of Salt Lake City who roots for him, but calls our games. No, I'm just teasing. But um, you know, I, I don't know. I I think early in the conference, uh, Utah's depth got the best of them. Uh, they weren't up to par, but they played some really tight games. I remember on the road, they lost in overtime. They lost a game at Rice Eccles that uh, I think Arizona had some. Can't remember the kid's name. He ended up getting drafted by the Bears. They had a really good D tackle. They made a, a massive play. And I think the last couple games uh, last year down there was a fluke, I thought. Um, but Utah somehow seems to slip up. And I think I think that's the medication that everyone's you know trying to take or avoid these slip up losses. And I think this year, you know, with Arizona State being ranked so high. And this freshman QB who's really dangerous with his feet and having Herm Edwards as the coach, as, as the head coach, you know, I don't think they can look past his Arizona State team at all. And the fact that they're, I think the money line moved up again today. Is, am I correct? Is it 13 points? 13 and a half, I think. Me? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, by that, for me, that's just ludicrous. But who am I? Vegas is always right. So, um you know, I, I think this 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 goes down as a perfect showdown and a perfect challenge for Utah, right? They went on the road against SC and got embarrassed, and you cannot afford to play at home and get embarrassed. And I think one of the few games, you know, you, you guys know how hard it is to, to actually sit in stands and watch games with your family as you do radio. It's almost impossible, right? You're up in the box and things like that. But I was at the Arizona State game. I think it was um, – Tyler Huntley's sophomore year that he got hurt in. So I think Tyler has something to prove. I think the Utes have something to prove. And if they play like they have the last couple games, they should take care of business. But I think it's great. It's great for the Pac-12. It's great that they're ranked, and it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be fun. Christian, we love it when you have a chance to come on. We look forward to it. Thank you as always, my friend. Of course. Bye, Gordon. Bye, Jake. See you. Bye, Christian. Christian Cox, former Ute, right here on on. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.